All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone video or online chat all from the comfort of your home Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tabby Ramchak. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Pickard, 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 Pickard. Please, Pickard, be good. Please, Pickard, be good. Let's get into it with the lead. Calvin Pickard era starts now, gentlemen. What a what a time to be alive. <laughs> Welcome to uh well, I don't know. If you would have told actually, it's not that insane. If you would have told me in September, hey, Calvin Pickard's gonna be starting a game against Florida, I probably would have been like, Oh my god, someone's hurt. God, we ran into some injury issues. Yeah. <laughs> if you would have told Edmonton hockey fans on November 20th or at the start of the season, that on November 20th, there'd be no snow on the ground. They'd be like, whoa! Yeah, and and the Oilers are second last in the West. Ah, damn it. I actually don't know that's true. I actually yeah. found myself saying, God damn it, winter starts. Yeah, a little so, bit. I bought, I bought a crop for a sled yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to make three trips down to Calgary over the next three weekends. If we could just keep us now away till after December 3rd. Oh, that's fair. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. That road's a bit dangerous. Central Alberta. I'll put this against any other road in the world. That is a dangerous stretch of highway. Yeah, but it's twinned. It's well, yeah, still dangerous. Rough. No way. Really? That is... Wow. Whatever went right into the ditch, flipped, semi-jackknifed in front of us, like not that far down the road. It was wild. Damn. Well, Scary. hopefully, um, but we survive, so don't be that worried. Wow, there you go. Easy road to drive on, easy road, easy road to crash <laughs> and survive on. 
Hopefully it's smooth driving, smooth sailing for Calvin Pickard. He's going to get the start tonight uh, for the Oilers against the Florida Panthers in, I mean, whatever. Everything's a must win right now. They need to start racking up some victories here after that loss to Tampa. We're going to break down that loss to Tampa. We're going to talk about Pickard and the game coming up tonight against Florida. Frank Saravalli's going to stop by for a little surprise visit on a Monday. We're going to bug him about what could be going on on the trade market around the NHL as well, specifically Edmonton, Montreal, huh? Maybe who knows? Um, but welcome to Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. What'd you get up to? I was in Calgary. I went to the Calgary Christmas markets. They were pretty. That cool. was the whole reason. That the was trip. the intent of the trip. That's why I went. Yeah. You big Christmas guy? I like Christmas. My girlfriend likes Christmas a bit more than me. I'm usually a December first Christmas guy. This year, I was a. Uh, much earlier now, in November. Do you say Merry Christmas or Happy Christmas? Merry Christmas. Harry Potter says Happy Christmas. So does the Queen. She did. Happy holidays. <laughs> so that's why I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Merry Christmas, but I also I call him Father Christmas, not Santa. Really? Yeah, Noel. It's like no when you were a kid, you wrote letters to Father Christmas. Yeah, Father Christmas. You didn't. Santa is another Santa. Canadian daddy list. Daddy Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So something for the chat, Put the shades down on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, something for the chat. We got a question for him. Yeah. I am going down Frank Cervalli's place for American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I want to bring a handful of Canadian delicacies, Canadian snacks down. So the obvious ones we've already got, you don't need to give us these ones. Smarties, mm-hmm. all dressed chips, ketchup chips. Mm-hmm. Smart. That's the big three. They smart. don't have Smarties in the It's, it's the, the Canadian counterpunch to M&M's. Although really? I am M&M's are better than Smarties guy. I like Smarties more, but. Oh, I mean, me too. But we yeah. have those in England. So I was just, it's not, I didn't know it was. Maybe it's a Commonwealth v. Maybe. American yeah, thing. Yeah, that makes so sense. So we're going with <clears throat> those three. But what am I missing? Okay. So we have to get real into the weeds here. I got a good list here in front well, of me. Maple syrup. Yeah, but I'm not just going to like... Well, bring- there's like a maple syrup candy, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's what Which I was maybe thinking. there is. Yeah, maybe. Uh, a Macintosh toffee. Everyone knows that big brick of toffee in the orange kind of... Not orange, uh, red plaid kind yeah. of box. Cheesies. Oh! Cheesies. Oh. Yeah. This guy's on oh. fire. He's on fire. He's having morning. a good day. Dave said Nanaimo bars. <laughs> <laughs> True, but wouldn't travel that well. Well, you don't Keep know. Mind, that. I'm getting to New York tomorrow. Then I don't see Frank till Thursday. So you could probably, you could probably buy. A, are you checking luggage? No. Okay, maybe not. They actually wouldn't be too bad if you they're flammable, the so you can't bring them. Mm. Because if you check the luggage, it's so cold in there, then it wouldn't be too bad at all. Apparently, hickory sticks. Is what? That Apparently, that's well, that's what I'm looking whole, at here. Okay, hickory sticks. I uh, like hickory sticks. A uh, couple of people said coffee crisp. Is that a Canadian thing? Wow. In here. Cherry blossoms. And that feels too niche. What do you mean? It's like probably the, maybe it's ultra Canadian. You don't even know it. Big Turks. Uh, uh, is Big Turk? No, I think Turkish Delight. They have is Turkish it? Delight. So like the brand Big Turk, Mike. Patrick Red Duck. I think they have Turkish Delight there. Uh, D card says pack of Canadian classic smokes. Finish dinner. <laughs> Demorio cigarette. Yeah, just <laughs> sensible cigarette after dinner. That's so burda. Spencer, Spencer says Ferraro Rochers. Those aren't Canadian. No, no those no, are no. global. Yeah, yeah, worldwide. Hickory sticks are getting some love here. What's like a Christmas candy? Or so- Kinder surprise here, apparently. No, 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 no that's no, German. German. Huge in Europe. 
<laughs> Anyways, I didn't Kinder like sponsor like world skiing events. Someone nude lover said Mars bars. That's not that's everywhere too. That's global. Yeah, Mars is global. When I type in Kinder, it literally says Kinder USA. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It is now impossible to find a Kinder surprise egg in America because they took their 1938 ban against candies with embedded toys more seriously. Wow. Well, then maybe for the kids. Couple Kinder eggs. For the I kids. do love come at the a end. good Kinder egg. When I had you know what? and I would go to the grocery store, I'd always come back with three Kinder eggs, and I would give them one each. Like a uh, Patrick thing. says Canadian A and W is a thousand times better than American A and W. What do you want me to do? Here's, here's, here's I, I think I think this I think this is doesn't qualify as candy, but maybe as a confection or definitely a baked good. This is elite. This is elite. I'm a cane deep and delicious. Hundred percent, Jay. 100%. It might stay. <laughs> you got to keep them cold. Yeah, but it is an elite cake. It is very reasonably priced, and it is super Canadian. Somebody, Dave Lund, said bag milk the item and the person. That's also not a terrible idea. Yeah. Carry on, like have him. <laughs> yeah. You just literally he hops on your back and you carry him on the plane. I know small. some people are saying our friends at Crown Royal bring a bottle of Crown Royal. I yeah. can't get that unless I Frank can get it. Yeah, I know he can get it, but also I could get that at duty free, I guess. But I can't like bring Alberta, that. I carry on. I'll bet a premium. Rusty says, "Fun fact of the day: A and W started in Logan, Utah, a town about two and a half hours north of me." Okay, I Rusty's actually, from Utah. Rusty lives in Utah. Oh, cool, yeah. man. We had another. I had a Utah fella message me the other day and asked me why Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. I just said they just never built one. That's yeah. the <laughs> municipal debate for the ages. Yeah. You have to take it up with the mayor and the mayor's before them. Okay. So Smarties, all dress trips, ketchup chips. Um, are you laughing at D cards? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm not reading that one. Sorry, buddy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Mars. Okay. New Jelly says Mars bars aren't in the States. They're called Milky Way, but they're called <laughs> Mars everywhere else in the world. Okay. So, but they have them. So it's not like a delicacy. Like, no, there's a difference between a Mars bar and a Milky Way. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I've, we have both. In, but the, in the I, I'm shocked they don't have Mars. Like the yeah. company, like the overarching company is called Mars. Yeah. So, like, you'd think maybe Mars makes Milky Way and that's the whole conspiracy. Oh, is that what about the coconut bar? Oh, uh, Bounty? Bounty. Oh, and Mirage. I think Mirage is Canadian. You know what Mirage is? It's like a Canadian know. take on an Ario. Oh, Ario. Arrow. Oh. But we have Arrow. But we also have Mirage. Okay. Interesting. Maybe you can't see it. Coffee Crisp is probably a decent idea oh, too. Yeah. My dad commented and said Cuban lunch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah those the, I always avoided the Cuban lunch. And I'm like, I'm like, do they actually have this in Cuba? I don't know why they call I've it. I've been that. there. I didn't, and I had lunch there. Have you and been I don't to recall, Cuba? Yep. Yeah, cool. Don't recall having a Cuban lunch like that. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking news for real life listeners. Chalmers has bailed on today's episode. Oh, geez. Stunner. <laughs> After Stunner. being the first one to say yes in the group chat. Yep. Uh, all right. We have about nine minutes until Frank Cervalli is going to stop by. So let's dig into that game on Saturday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We broke it down on Oilers Nation After Dark, which again will be going live tonight following the game against Florida. Uh, the Oilers were up 2 nothing in that hockey game. And then I was sitting on my couch going, they might blow them out today. And then they get a couple power plays, they miss on them, and they just simply let Tampa hang around too much in yeah. that game. Well, yeah. It, it, you know, scoring that third goal in the first period would have been very meaningful, and they had a lot of chances to do it. 
but you can't just say, you know, like that would have been nice if they did it. They didn't. So it's what they did after that. We should all be a little bit disappointed on. I feel like goaltending is getting a real hard uh, shake of things on that game in particular. I think Stu made a lot of big saves. It's just, we made a lot of blunders. Yeah. There was a couple there. You should have had that. Janot goal should have been stopped. Uh, yeah. One timer from very far out, and it's well, yeah, he passed it back. To, I know. You know yeah. And Skinner, you watched the way he moved laterally, and yeah. he like dropped to his knees, moved a little, got up, yeah. and then tried. And I was like, okay, that one's got to be stopped. I thought that last one to the, I forget who scored it now. Glenn Denning. Glenn Denning. That one was like, ah, squeeze your arm, probably stop that one. Um, so it wasn't a great game by any means by Skinner. But again, one of those ones where it's like, was Skinner the reason they lost? No. I, I don't think we so also made some good saves in that game. Made some good saves. Like I know, I know, I like I know goaltending is still an issue, and I'm not trying to defend it, but I feel like it was good enough, even though there was a couple of bad goals for us to still win that game. Yeah, and yeah. Jacob asks an interesting question: Where were McDavid and Drysaddle? And it's another game where man. the Oilers' stars are on a milk carton. Man, I don't know what's going on with that, but they're visible. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's not like they're invisible. Like. Connor's buzzing around. He's trying. I just think they're gripping the stick to her. Like how like Leon last season, there is 0% chance zero. He misses the net yeah. and hits the post on that one. Like that was as easy as it gets for him. And he hit the post, but it just shows that like these guys are going, they're on the schneid and just, it's not clear. Like Connor's trying to try to do that bank goal off the head. And like, normally that's like, mm-hmm. you know, really high percentage, successful percentage rate for him and didn't go in. Do we have the Jeanot goal for a second? Because yep, there's, there's some people asking in the chat about it. So I want to I want to just go back and take a look because it was Kyle who says the goal that went in or is outside. Sorry, someone else. Epiphany. Should one of the D-men have gone to Jeanot? Well, let's watch the breakdown here. There's I, Bouchard. It's not even about going to Jeanot. Yeah. like It's about what is Evan Bouchard doing in the neutral zone? Not skating back hard. I, I do agree. Turn the puck over. But Nurse probably could have recognized this a little bit better. That's a bad he, turnover. He, he should have played the. He wasn't playing the pass. But look at no. look at Bouchard. Like he's looking. Like get back on your ass and defend. Okay, but Darnell Nurse is. He's got to go to that guy. Sure. In no man's land. Yeah, no man's He's not playing too. the shot. He's not playing the pass, and he's both their fault. Both their fault. Yeah, and Skinner should have stopped it. Okay, but that Nurse probably is doesn't have to be in that position if Bouchard gets back into position. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, Bouchard, watch when he takes so his he, first hard stride. Like, they have the puck now. There. Like, that can't and be your first hard stride. Even. Yeah. Well, well for, it was question. a Bouchard stride. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is Bouchard. really, really bad. Like, we, I, I don't disagree with you saying that Nurse should have come yeah. over a little bit more, of course, but like, his deep partner should be there to that, also help him. And then you don't, you prevent and, everything. Yeah, yeah that's and, the goal. And then about. another thing is, and I really, really like this point from do, 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 do. Cody said his head was in the cloud. Someone else said, oh yeah, Jason Bouchard had no one to pass to. And that's another good point too, is where were your forwards on that? Goal? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Okay. It's, you're good. There's going to be certain circumstances where you have no one to pass to. But he, like he did don't kind make of, the pass. No, but he kind of did do the right thing. Just throw it to the far side. And at the Threw moment, a guy. That, but that's away from traffic, right? So like, look, the three forwards are all floating down so, low. But but look, he can go. He can shoot it to his left, dump it in, and then they can go chase it. Like if you got nothing, just put it with some pace to where someone isn't. 
I, is that dry? That's dry saddle on the far side there. How are you not going to open ice though? Like dry saddles just floating aimlessly in the offensive zone. Like watch him here. Where saddle should have stepped back in. Of course. But that there's a lot of should have. Yeah. yeah. But when you have no options and, and trying to pass it through a guy, when you're last man back on our blue line, no, I, I agree. Deep. Like, we it's got to go in deep. hard. Yeah, it's got to go in Simple play at that point. It. Simple play. And we thought, see another day. And then so put it on your forwards. If they don't have the urge, if they don't have the gas or urgency to want to go fight for that puck, well, then it becomes on them. It's also about covering your ass in this league, right? Mm-hmm. Put the mistake on someone else. If he puts that deep, you're not going to have a goal. Trust your teammates. Well, trust your yeah. teammates. Yeah. It's just very frustrating to sit there and watch a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning where Derek Ryan scores twice, the depth is scoring, oh my God, things are going well, and then you can't get one power play goal. You can't yeah. get one bit of offense from 97 or 29, and it's just like... It's coming, man. There's just there's They just need to progress back to the mean, and that is it. Because like something's like... They're just... They're, they're, they're trying too hard. Three and one in the last four. Exactly. Like everyone so if, know we, if we keep following that pace, I know, but like, if you're going to, if you're going to look at the schedule, like that's the game you, you probably should want to win. Cause you're going into Florida. Although Barkov's probably not playing tonight and you're going into Carolina Two tough outs. I think it can be all these teams. I really do. If like the way Twitter reacted to this game, I get it. Like the Oilers fell back into some bad ways, but they just played three games in a row that they won in different ways. There is no reason to believe the others can't win the next three games too. Yeah, but, right. But let's unpack some of those wins. Did they like, they got the W's, but did yeah. they did it in a way where they actually truly deserved it. Seattle first game against Seattle. Yes. yes. Yeah, I would agree. Well, y- y- yes. And then no, like there was two acts to that game. Yeah, but they still played good enough. And I think a part of it's score effects. Like when you go up big early on a well, team, they're going to play. Yeah, which correct. means that like that third goal in the first period was so crucial. Yeah. The Islanders game. They were fine. They, they were just, it was fine. a bit of a lull. Yeah, they hung in there. Yeah, and hung in the there. Oilers decided yeah. to turn it up. The second Seattle game. They were really bad in the second period. But they woke again. up and played 10 really good minutes. Yeah. Oh, Vander hockey. That was it. Isn't that what they do all the time anyway? Yeah, I, like, I, I, I I know. I just think that like it's okay that they lost a game. They last season. Yeah, they that started, one was one you won. But it's sure. It's, yeah, I mean, they would have lost that game to Florida after beating Tampa. I'm carrying a, we're carrying a deficit. We're carrying yeah. trauma and a very bad start. So yes. like it is going to be put under a microscope. And like that game, we let it was ours, and we let it slip away during a very crucial time. So of course. Or this fans are going to be upset. And while you're yeah. right, and I like your optimism there, I still we're running out of loser talk time. I know that's loser. But if we go, like, but like to Liam's point, to Liam's point, if we win the next three or four, well, then this yeah. is a moot point. But like we still haven't come out of it yet, so it's fair to be critical. What was the run they had to go on that Frank said to get to like five hundred? Eighteen and eleven. So, okay, so now they're yeah. three and one since Frank made that. Yeah. Point. So you got to go fifteen and ten, which doesn't. Well, you're, on pace, you're on pace. You're on pace. But yeah. it's like, hey, what are the next? Like it's they have I, to win tonight. Uh, you got to win one of the next right. two. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, but it's or two of the next three. I should say you have to win two of the next three, and you basically have to keep going at that pace the rest of the year. I, but. I just don't think we can overreact to every single loss. They're going to lose games, but we're in that. But I get it. You're, you're, you're right, it. and I like what you're trying to. You're trying to pull us out of yeah. it, but like we're also right to be a little concerned at the same yeah. time. But uh, yeah, I, like hey, I, I agree. I'm, I I, hey, it's Calvin Pickard season. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, like I believe. I hope. I'm hoping this. Wakes the team like, holy shit, we got bigger than that. We got to step it up. Like, I'm hoping it has that effect. Yeah, me too. We'll see what like, happens. Limit, limit Florida to 20 shots or 18 shots and 
Let's shell them. It, it's also annoying our, our record when we score uh, when we have forty oh plus God. or more shots. That is mind blowing. What did Derek Ryan say when they asked? Him He's like, it tells me that we don't uh, defend well enough. Are we allow too many goals or something like that? Yeah, smart. Thanks, Derek. Well, no, that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> Florida Panthers have outshot the opposition in four of their last five games, and the one game they didn't, it was an even split, 35-35 against the Ducks. So Florida's been putting a lot of rubber towards the net. They've been doing a Perfect. good job preventing shots on goal. Um, in three of their last four games, they've allowed under We're here 30 to break shots. That. That's what we do. We break streaks. Normally, it's the reverse, but... You mentioned... No Barkov, but they have Ekblad and Montour both back. And Oliver Ekman Larson turned back the clock a decade and looks like what 2013 Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, but he's probably being played appropriately. You know, one of my big issues is, well, I, I, whatever his minutes, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just no, but with Montour and Ekblad out, he was playing 20 to 22 minutes game. Yeah. Like, I think, I think with Bouchard, what we need to do is we need to manage his minutes better. Yep. If we need a goal, you need him on the ice. Yeah. But if we're in a tight game, you got to manage it better and reduce that exposure because we're all seeing some of those like gaffes that are turning into goals. Our goaltending isn't strong enough yet. So like we have to like play by the numbers here. And I think in those, in those tighter situations in a game you, 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 or in, or in kind of just like closeout situation, manages minutes. We don't need a goal. Like he's going to go and do the things and, and make the plays and, 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 and cheat in areas to try to pr- produce offense. But when it's tight, I think you got to cut back the minutes a bit. Yeah, they need to decide when it's worth the risk. Yeah, they, like it's, they, they do it with Vinny, right? Like when they need to defend, maybe a little bit better, they give him a D zone stop, but they never give him O zone stops and like stuff like that. Yes, exactly. It's like it's Boucher. just manage it a little bit better and just reduce because everyone's you know complaining about the gaffes. Well, if he's playing twenty two minutes, you're only going to exacerbate that. Yeah, that's fair. Did someone send Frank the link? I did. Oh, you did. Nice. Good job. Is Frank still in Sweden? No, Frank's home. He's a little jet lagged, but he's home. We also had a yeah. We'll talk about a few different things with Frank today. Um, Yeah, I think, and this is getting a little bit into the short for giant game day side of things. Uh, The Oilers are going to go eleven and seven tonight, and I wonder if maybe Chris Knobloch isn't sitting there going, "Yeah, I need to ease off the minutes on a guy like Bouchard." Bouchard did only play thirteen minutes the other night. Yeah, like a lot of his other night against against Tampa. But he played like 23 overall because he had so much four and four or five and four. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. which is where you should play him. So yeah. he played 23 minutes. Don't tell me he played 13 minutes. I, I said five and five. No, but to, yeah, so totally 23 minutes. Yeah, 23, so 30. He should maybe play Second 16 most. minutes total. Yeah, in, but in, in a tight game. Remember, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you're, mani- you're managing. I was just seeing why that was. your battles stuck. with Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, fully he, I believe in his offensive upside. It's just we gotta, you know, we know it comes at a bit of a cost sometimes, right? So we gotta <laughs> mitigate that. Yeah, I thought Vinny DeHarnay looked actually pretty good last game. He's um, keeping it simple. Yeah, I felt like Kulak could have played more minutes. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you. Kulak can skate. Vinny is tough and mean and 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 can well, that's you know, talking about losing soft puck battles. Like, you know, that doesn't happen if it's Vinny. Yeah. Right. So once again, mitigating that. Yeah, you're right. Um, there were a couple of good moments from that Tampa game, but I feel like we got to give some love to James Hamblin. Yeah. Oh. Um, this just, oh man, if you weren't Hit here, you had watching this, man. you have, you have no emotions at all. Um, this was great to see a great shot as well from uh, Hamblin, who's just kind of a little bit right place, right time, but picks it up quick release and then 
he said after he had that one in the hopper for a little bit whenever he dreamed I about his first goal. So still get chills. I was watching it on mute because my daughter was sleeping beside me mm. and I could I could read his lips, yeah. right? Like it was just that, like so like you like even without sound, you knew what happened and it was super special. Yeah, it's uh it's always cool to see those moments in the NHL, I think, or I guess any sports. But did you see what Chris Knobloch said to him? He said he said to him on the bench. <laughs> he goes, he's like, so what was that? Goal 250, 251? Like he just looked like he scored oh, so What a shot it was, man. Top shelf. Like, well, like to knock that puck down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of it. He's been really impressive. He's got yeah, a motor. And I was, I was, you know, early in the year, I called him a quad A player, a guy who's just never going to be good enough to be in the NHL, but always be a great AHL player. Um, I think he might be proving me wrong. I think he's the fourth line center of this team moving forward. I think they need to have his speed and tenacity on that fourth line. <laughs> Him and Otherwise, Gagne together. I like that. Otherwise, you're just going to have Matthias Yamark there, who isn't a center, but you have him every speed because Gagne and Derek Ryan aren't quick enough anymore. Yeah. I think Hamlin's a choice, but ultimately, he's going to get sent down because they have no choice. Uh, they have choices. What's the choice? Wave Ernie. That's the easy one. Yeah, that's right. They should definitely do that. They, <laughs> yeah, they should assign Adam Ernie to sit at home. Um, <laughs> Oil fields. You could. <laughs> I mean, who I knows how long Matthias Janmark's going to be out for? But like, I mean, you give yeah. him back and you give him some runway. But I don't know. Like Lavoie went back, right? Well, he was an emergency recall. Yeah, that's fair. So I think they had to send it. They, but they brought it back up. They just but they, they, they sent they, him back. But it was to keep oh, that yeah, thirty right. day yeah. waiver. No, but I, I think he needed to go down though. If they weren't going to play him in the top nine, he needs to go down and score goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Um, so we'll see with uh, James Hamlin on the ice last game in seven, five on five minutes, the Oilers outshot the Tampa Bay lightning seven to one. Now granted pretty much everyone outshot the opposition at five on five, but still those are, uh, those are really good numbers. He was the only Oiler who was on the ice for two, five on five goals in that game. Hamlin. Yeah. Same. Good little story there. Is he better than Ryan McLeod? Oh, As of right now. Yeah. Drives harder. Kind of a crazy question. Another one to well, the show. Wildly like, depressing <laughs> thought. Yeah. Mc, Thank you. Cloud tries hard. Yep. But he's on the outskirts of the outskirts. <laughs> yeah. Great winger. He's getting his cardio in. <laughs> yeah. I said that on after her. That was a good line. Like, uh, all right. Let's move along. Uh, it's a short one million. It's a short four giant game day edition of the show, but we have a special guest joining us on the Star Mechanical guest line. Frank Saravalli, our hockey insider for starmechanical.ca. Uh, Frank, you happen to be back in North America. I am. I actually had a really weird borderline scary incident when I was in Stockholm. I didn't tell you guys about this. Um... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I was kind of on Eastern time the whole time. So one night left the rink at 1230, so just a bit after midnight, and you know met up with some Swedish journalists and friends for a cocktail because it's still Eastern time, three 30 in the morning, I'm not tired. Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, nine something Eastern time. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to go to Burger King. I'm going to, there's one right there. I'm going to get a burger and get something to eat and then go to bed. Um, in Burger King walking to my, you know, my seat with my tray, I'm all happy. I'm excited. And, um, there was someone there that looked at me and, like literally pierced my soul and then said death to America. Oh no. And I, I'm like, I'm, I don't really get scared. Like I'm not kidding. I wanted to run because I was like, uh, we've just made this a to go order. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. Jesus Christ. Jeez. At a Burger King, nonetheless, an American institution. I <laughs> uh, was not very friendly. Yeah, that is spooky. spooky. Uh, what was outside of the Burger King best thing you ate in Stockholm? I went to Pelican, which is uh, one of the like popular touristy meatball places, and they had like the whole Swedish menu there. I'm not into like a bunch of the different things, but I could definitely get behind meatballs. Who couldn't? Do they have IKEA in Sweden, or is that just like an American thing we say is Swedish? No, it started in. Uh, it, that's I wasn't sure. I thought so. Yeah, IKEA is an acronym, I think, for like the guy's name and the town he's from in Sweden, or something like that. Ah, very good. But Sweden, cool spot. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, really like busy but productive week. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with people that. I don't normally get to, which was really good. Like I was saying to Tyler, when we were just talking about the trip off camera, like, what was it like? And I'm like, well, no one else has anything to do. So like you bump into Sen's owner, Michael Anlauer, and you can talk to him for a half hour or their new GM and Steve Steos or whatever it might be. Like you get some time with people that you otherwise wouldn't get, which is always really important in this business. And you got a bunch of new frankly speakings in the hopper now as well. Bill Guerin dropped today. Is it out already? It's I don't think it's out yet. It's dropping today. We've got Barry Trotz from last week. We talked to Doug Armstrong last week. That one already dropped. Uh, new NHLPA executive director Marty Walsh was unreal, like crazy good 45-minute conversation. And you'll love his Boston accent. Uh, Jacob Chickren from the Sens as well. So it was a really busy few days. The chat is saying they're glad you're safe, Frank. And someone else said mm, Burger King and then someone else sang the Whopper song. So uh, the <laughs> chat's a little bit all over the place after Frank shared that story with us. Uh, let's talk a little yeah, sorry about that. It took a dark turn, I know. But uh, if you get what I'm saying when this person said it, you'll understand it. 
Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very jealous you went to Pelican. Ufe took me there when I was in Stockholm. It is like a must, yeah, exactly, tourist institution, but meatballs and lingonberries. It was so good. And you know what? Um, I didn't realize how popular it was. I went there on Saturday afternoon. And by the way, there's like a great vibe in there. It feels kind of like uh, a German beer drinking hall, if that makes any sense when I say it. And it was completely packed, no tables available. And the guy was like, ah, you know what? I think we might be able to fit you in over here at the bar. And we got two seats and it was like, it was so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk away. Let's Frank. We, you were, you brought up on the rundown, the playoff odds from Micah Blake McCurdy for the Oilers. And they were like 58% or something like that. I'm looking at money puck right now. They're 57%. And we sit here on a day to day and we ride the ebbs and flows on the show of every win and every loss. And today after the loss to Tampa, it's kind of like, Oh my God, this team's never going to figure it out. They're cooked. But then you look at those numbers and it's like, Oh, like that's actually a pretty decent shot. at still getting in this. From your outsider perspective, do you think 57, 58% is a fair number? Or do you think the the analytics are maybe being too kind to the Oilers? In fact, like I actually, in my own head, if you were to say like, what do you think the Oilers chances of making the playoffs are without me looking at those numbers and without me assessing anything other than solely the way things have started, my answer would be somewhere around 65. Um, that's not me being overly optimistic. It's just that this power play, it's not going to continue on with the top unit at 11%. It's not going to continue on with Connor McDavid being whatever he is in league scoring. We, I mean, we're living in a world. I saw this the other day on social media where Cole Perfetti has more points than Connor McDavid. Like that's just not going to be a trend that continues on. And so if you actually take a step back, which I think is healthy to do, I know you guys are in the muck, but when you think about the the situation that Jeff Jackson and Ken Holland have in front of them, you can kind of understand why there's, you know, they've made two pretty significant moves to this point, waving Jack Campbell and making a coaching change. Yes, there are more potentially on the horizon and potentially sooner rather than later, if this doesn't turn around, but those numbers, the metrics, the underlying data that they have that's proprietary that points all this stuff out, they're feeling a lot like what those models are looking like, which is we can't just continually you know, try and burn this down. We've got to try and find a way to, to right the ship and get on that path. So tonight, Calvin Pickard gets the start. Um, I love it. I think he should have already started. I think that's when would you have started him? I would have started him the first game on that road trip after you called him up. So it was, they went to van and then they went, where was that? The place we shan't name San San Jose, San Jose, or sorry, Seattle. They should have started him against San Jose. Seattle was the Saturday night game. They Um, should have started him against San Jose. Pickard has not played in an NHL game since March 27th of 2022. When he was with the Penguins, he allowed four goals on 13 shots. Uh, This is an interesting spot in the Oilers season, I think, because if he comes in and delivers here, it probably eases a bit of pressure until his next start in terms of like organizationally pressure to go make a trade, go find someone out there. If this goes bad tonight, Frank, the pressure on Holland and Jackson to make a trade for a goalie, it's got to be getting cranked right up, right? 
I mean, yes and no, because the reality in either situation, win or loss, is probably that he's not starting the next game again anyway, right? Mm -hmm. And that you go back to Skinner. And I understand your thought process of why you'd say that, as my pen just exploded. Um, (laughs) The thought process of why you'd say that, it makes sense. But I think the Oilers have been really diligent in assessing the goaltending market. And I also feel like they're not feel like I know that they think that there are two different paths here in terms of what they do and what they spend. And the biggest issue for them is that they're having a hard time adjusting or correlating price to actually finding someone that's a difference maker or an impact guy. So what do you make of the three names in Montreal? Like Jake Allen, probably too expensive unless Jack Campbell is somehow going back the other way. Montembeau, I mean, I, I get the sense Montreal probably wants to keep that guy around. Caden Primo, is he a legit solution to the problem here? Like, are any of these three realistic options? I mean, I think they, two of them are. Like, I can't see the Oilers saying, hey, we're going to trade for Caden Primo. I like Primo. I think his numbers in the AHL have been quite good. I think the Canadians have done a really poor job managing his confidence level, uh, particularly by leaving him out to dry last season. Um, I like Montembeau, but like I wouldn't make a big bet on him trying to come in and be the savior. If anyone, if any of those three guys you're going to trade for, it would be Jake Allen. I don't think he's like insanely expensive because I also think the Habs would like to figure out their crease situation sooner rather than later and perhaps turn the ball over to Montembeau and get Primo either playing or get him more time um, so that they don't have to lose him on on waivers, which is really the key point here. Um, so that's the guy that if you were looking solely at the Canadians that I would be targeting is someone that's been around and has experience. You can't go again after you hire a coach that didn't have any NHL head coaching experience to then all of a sudden be like, yeah, we're going to bring in Montembeau who has however many games under his belt to be our guy that rides us to victory. Do you think the Oilers want someone who's going to split with Stuart Skinner then, or would they be good with having a very good backup goalie who's just going to kind of help Skinner where he needs to? You okay there? We're falling apart. Literally yeah, it's a, it's a disaster. It's okay. The Crown Royal is good. We're, we're all good. Whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Crown is good. We're good. Um, <laughs> I, I would think that given the way Skinner has played, that you'd want someone that you could rely on to be the horse if necessary. Like this, consider what the Oilers are, what the expectations are this season. You're not like looking for a, Hey, this guy could get us through the next three weeks. Like, I don't think like, especially if you're moving real assets to do it, you're looking for a guy that like you would feel okay starting in a, in a Stanley cup playoff game. Yeah. That is easier said than done. The other side of it too, and I know this is getting talked about a lot. I wrote about it today at OilersNation.com is if you're going to go get a guy and try to offload Campbell in the process, like three more years at $5 million. I mean, we're talking multiple first round picks and then maybe more here. Are we not Frank? I don't think so. I mean, look at what the LA Kings were able to do this past summer. Cal Peterson had two more years at 5 million. And they also included Sean Walker in the deal who was had one more year on his deal at all. I think it was almost three. 
It's two, six, five. So they traded seven, six, five and five. And they got a second round pick for that. They kept on Provorov too, though, right? Yeah, but only two million. So it's still five plus million that they withheld for two full seasons. And it was only a second. I think it's probably one first round pick for sure. And probably a third or something, but it's not two firsts. Hmm. I thought it'd be more like I always, I remember that Marlowe thing a couple of years ago, right? Where the Canes got a first round pick for taking on that cap hit and buying them out. And I go, well, that was for two years of dead cap space. So three more is like six or six years of dead cap space. There's only one year of Marlowe, I think. One year. One year, six million, I think, or six something. Yeah. And to the Leafs, that meant a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I'm just worried about what that cost is. And it makes me wonder like, again, buying out Jack Campbell, like you just flashed up there, AB, it creates six years of dead cap space in years two and three. Like it's 2.3 and 2.4 million bucks. What's the cost on Campbell if you retain half? Right. Like, can you keep half that money, bring it down to two and a half? Go get another goalie somewhere for two and a half. You're net positive on the goalie front, but at least you found a better goalie. I think it it would be trade first, buy out second, retain third. Like the idea I keep coming to is like the San Jose Sharks got to be itching for first round picks here. Like if you kept $2 million of Campbell and added a first round pick, could you get Blackwood? And then you have basically Blackwood in your brain is going to be 4.3 million. That's fine. You're saving 775K. San Jose sitting there going, we don't need a good goalie. We're rebuilding. We'll take Campbell, play him, whatever. He'll be junk, but we get a first round pick. But what if you could trade a first and a third or something, not retain anything and then take on Blackwood? That would be awesome. That would be ideal. Exactly why they need to be lucky. Yes, let's tee it up. They they need to find what. Anyway, is, they can not have any Campbell money on the books anymore. Yeah. That's that's exactly my thought process is yeah. you need to wholly get rid of that. And that's why the buyout would then be at least a little bit attractive because what you really have to think about is next season and beyond. You want as little on the books as you can. And that would kind of be like a way better version of sending him to the minors is having just 1 million that first year on your books. Then years two and three just aren't good. And then you have dead cap space for three more that's, after. That's why the first priority should be yeah. getting him offloaded somewhere. And like today. Yeah, they, they probably got a giddy up at some point here. Um, Maynard's in the chat. He says, yes, Blackwood, let's do that. I would love it. Uh, Brett says, what about a guy like John Gibson? He listed off a couple other names as well. I like, I don't see nope. like that. He's too expensive. Like then again, you have Skinner, so you don't need a Gibson type or you don't need to spend on a Gibson type. But why, why would you want to take on the turn? Like you're back in the same hole that you've been in. And more than that, his numbers are just okay. Like does anything that he has suggest to you that he's going to be that much better than, I mean, I know this year's numbers are pretty good, but they've been pretty good for Dostal as well. Um, or were six, like 6 million. Do you want the term? Like you're back in the same spot you were in at least get someone in Blackwood that if he's no good, you have no long-term connection to him. Yeah, I, I think he's the slam dunk option if you can find a way yeah, to get him. Where, where would you go, Frank? Who would be the guy you would be targeting the most if you were the Edmonton Oilers? Um, 
trying to make sure I don't miss anyone. I'm, I'm pulling up the list of goalies and <laughs> the key part is availability, right? Like yeah, got, you can, I know everyone loved to bring up Bennington, but it's similar to what your the answer you just gave on Gibson. Like what you want to go trade an albatross contract for another albatross contract. Like a hundred percent. Like that's the part that I go, Ooh, like doesn't really make a lot of sense. And he also just had a hundred games of totally mediocre play. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Soros. Saros is not available. Yeah, figured so. I had uh I it's you mentioned pods in the bank. Barry Trotz asked him point blank on the pod, is UC Saros available? He said, Nope, just met with his agent last week. Uh we this is a guy that we want to have in our system for a long time. Elite goalies are hard to find. And if you have any hope of turning your team around and rebuilding and restarting, he's like Saros is exactly the guy you need. All right, so we can scratch that off the list. Um, Should I just keep telling you names that people are throwing <laughs> out there? Like people always ask about the Boston goalies, but uh, my point would be, why would Boston want to get rid of? A what's goalie? the incentive for those for them to move either one? I don't really understand. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So okay, that's another one off. So um, one guy that I don't have any sense that he's available, but I think if you really made it worth their while. He could be a potential option. I love the Melka. Oh, oh, Frank don't said that going into the season. We talked about veggie, but like, isn't, isn't Arizona like kind of in the mix? Yeah. They're trying to be competitive, but like, do you, if you throw another, like, I don't know, throw another first round pick at them. They only have one. Uh, So that would be one guy I would think about. Well, uh, it would be expensive. Oh, is that another first? So like two firsts? Could you do like Borgo in a first? I mean, now I we're think just you, pairs, but well, I'd rather get. Yeah, I think you probably could do something like that. <laughs> what about um? Okay, if we're talking purely based on play this season, Peter Morazic. I know that you go, okay, maybe not all that comfortable about him starting a playoff game, but he's got a nine fifteen on the 30th place team in the league this year. And he's in the final year of his deal at 3.8 million and the Blackhawks are open to moving him. But they also, he has a 10 team, no trade. And I'm pretty sure the Oilers are on it. <laughs> God, this is gonna. Well, that wouldn't be surprising either. That's, all this shit's going yeah, it's, it's so annoying. annoying. Uh, Phillips says, bring up Matt Berlin. Why not? He won back-to-back uh, games with Bears this weekend. Shout out Bob Stoffer. Jay, was it your cousin that had the Berlin jersey? Tyler just dropped it off today. Signed. Oh, wow. Yeah, Matt was very excited to, to do that. He had a big smile on his face when he saw it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Frank, uh, we'll wrap this thing up here because it is a short for giant game day. We got to get set for Oilers Panthers here tonight. Florida Panthers, they've been one of the sneaky good stories around the league. Like from Just from surviving the Ekblad Montour absences and then being as good as they were, unbelievable. Yeah, they are a really good team that I have to fully admit I got wrong. Um, I said in my preseason predictions, I was thinking they'd have a start like the Oilers would because they're missing their top two guys. And that's hard to do. Like, I think this defense core gets really thin in a hurry. You guys know the Kulikov experience and what that's like. Nico Mikola, just a guy at six, seven, something like that. Um, 
Brandon Montour obviously coming back at like, look how different this lineup looks with those two guys. Like it's, they were dressing a guy from Latvia that we had never even heard of before in their opening night lineup. Like it's what this team has accomplished. What it tells me is as their goaltenders have just sort of been pretty average. It tells me that their forward core is really among the very best in the league. Yeah. All right, Frank, we'll, uh, we'll let you go. I'm going to be seeing you in a couple of days, though. We were brainstorming in the chat uh, Canadian delicacies I should be bringing down as my contribution for Thanksgiving. So I'll get, to, I'll get that all thrown together, and then I'll see you on Thursday. Okay, well, what are you going to bring? It's going to be a surprise. Nanaimo pause. Yeah, Does, poutine doesn't travel well. Pardon? Poutine doesn't travel well. That's what you think. Yeah, fries aren't a good delivery option. No, no. Um, but I'll get some. I'll get something thrown together. And I'm lying when I say I will. Amber's at the grocery. Yeah, I was going to say, who's kidding who here? We know that's not happening. One. All right, Frank. Thanks for stopping by. See you later. See you guys. There you go. Bye. Frank Cervalli on the Star Mechanical guest line. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. It's been that way for over 20 years. Gentlemen, it is a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. Winter, it may not feel like it's here, but it's coming. You know snow's coming eventually. Sherwood Ford service and parts department is engaged in the season. They are selling winter tires, winter rims, mountain balance, wheel alignments, everything you need to get your vehicle winterized. And if you need a little bit of help, you don't know what to do when it comes to the tire game, their website has a tire quote tool where customers can find out their giant discounted tire deals and get the right tires for your vehicle. So we'll drop the link to that in the description of today's episode. The Oilers are going 11 and seven tonight as they take on the Florida Panthers. And it's a Florida Panthers team that is absolutely red hot. This is how the Oilers are expected to line up in this hockey game. Connor McDavid with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor Brown, dry Kane and Hyman. Once again, McLeod with Fogel and Derek Ryan, James Hamlin and Sam Gagne will be the fourth line. Philip Broberg, on the fourth line. He's the seventh D man, usual six in front of him on the back end. So giddy up. Giddy up. What do you I, make of 11 and seven? I would have loved to see Raf Lavois stick around for an 11 and seven game again, just because I would have liked to see him get some minutes with some skill. But also, you're not taking Hamblin out. You're probably not taking Gagne out. And you're definitely not taking Derek Ryan out. So this all makes sense to me. Yeah, I think ultimately it was probably the right decision yeah. for the team and for Lavois. I I think it's good that they've kept a lot of it together though. At the same time, this team needs to have some continuity in it. Like Brown needs to play on the first line with McDavid for he four or five games. He needs to find his way. And then you can determine from there if he's capable of it or not. I like that Broberg's back in. I think he should get a fair shake tonight and actually play some decent minutes for this team too. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, what do you make of going 11 and seven? Well, we kind of alluded to it earlier, just talking about kind of the deployment of our defenseman, having a seventh defenseman gives us more options. Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully, you know, we can better manage certain situations in the game now that we have more options on the blue line. So yeah, it is what it is on the front uh, on, on the uh, forward group, but guys, we just need McDavid and uh dry to find it. And I think, you know, there was that article spec had that I think they just need to kind of, they're feeling it. They just need to like go yep. back to just playing hockey. If we want to get to a short for giant key to victory for this hockey game, we haven't done one of those in a while. It's 97 and 29 for me. And it's not even close. Those two got to go on a dynamite run here where they carry this team to victory for three or four games. We've talked about how like at some point this year, you're going to have to go on a very long win streak to get this season back on the rails and to be in a spot where you feel comfortable about your playoff chances. Only way that happens for me is if, 
you have three or four games at some point where it's just the McDavid and Dry Settle show. May I thin the idea a little bit? <laughs> I think 97. I think Dry won his two games this past week. He had seven points in two games. Mcdavid is the one who needs to pick up the slack here a little bit. We need a vintage McDavid game you where he scores two up. rush goals and yeah. sets up a beauty. Yeah, like you look back, like Drysaddle had four points against the Islanders and didn't look great doing it, but he had four points. He's the one who passed the puck over to Evander Kane for that game-tying goal against Seattle too. Yeah. It's McDavid that needs to step up, which that, is the craziest statement I've said ever. To talk about Dry for one second in that Bolts game. That pass he gave in our own zone when he tried to pass it out. Right to the only guy who could have passed through is a Tampa Bay guy who gave him an immediate high danger chance. It's like, what? There were a lot of frustrating moments with 29 in that hockey game. There have been a lot recently, but the production's there, right? So, like, again, I get just as upset with a lot of his tendencies as anyone else. And then, you know, you sit there day after a game or day after a loss and you kind of go, oh, well, son of a bitch. He's like one of the highest scores in the league still. And like, it's crazy. when When the team can't score all that much, you need him to be producing, and he yeah. is kind of doing that. I just, it hasn't been in that classic dry cycle dominant fashion. And I think a big reason for that too is because we're just not seeing him like bang home goals on the power play. Like you're just not seeing traditional yep. dry cycle. But I, I don't disagree with his nonchalantness at times. It's very frustrating to watch. But then, like you said, you look and it's like, oh, he had three points tonight. Uh, putter is in. If McDavid completed a pass, that would be nice. It's been weird it's how weird. many bad turnovers. It's weird. It's like, does he have like a broken wrist or something? Like, yeah. weird. A Cole Perfetti Frank thing that he just said. That <laughs> well, like, if Cole Perfetti's agent should be talking an extension right now with uh, <laughs> with the Jets, yeah. I would prefer uh, to block that stat from my brain. Yeah. My, uh, like, you know, that's on Connor's wall. Don't worry. He's bulletin board material. But, uh, for me, yeah, it's it's all those things, but just we got Calvin Pickard in net, so we need to shut it down defensively, no. and we need to get sticks on pucks and bodies in front of shots, and we need to limit the exposure uh, that Calvin's going to face tonight as he gets back to the NHL game because this could, you know, this could go one of two ways, right? Like he's got that confidence in the NHL, and he's you know he plays good enough. And the defense play good enough, or it could go the other way, and then we just collapse in front of him. Calvin Pickard, this will be his 117th career NHL game. He is a 3.04 goals against average and a 903 save percentage. I'll take 903. I would take three goals against and a 903 tonight. All day. That win, that, put, put that in, put that math into the season and see how, what our record would be. Yeah. All right, uh, the lineup on the other side of this one for the Florida Panthers, um, that forward group, like Frank said, it's an absolute wagon. Carter Verhage's got six points in his last five games. He's on the top line with Anton Lundell and Sam Reinhart, who is one of the highest scorers in the league this year. It's insane to run Sam Reinhart. Uh, must be nice to have a good Reinhart. <laughs> is he on a contract year? Yes, he's a yeah. UFA at the end of the year. Uh, back in 2011, when the Kootenai Ice won the WHL championship, they were led by Sam Reinhardt and their head coach was Chris Knobloch. Bingo. Chris Knobloch was the head coach of that team. Finally said his name. And they also had a player on that team who was the best name in the history of the WHL, Steel Boomer. I do not oh. remember old Steel Boomer. Old Steel Boomer. Well, well, that, that, electric, I think right? now like a firefighter in Edmonton. Well, you like, have he's to back, be yeah, he's back like in the For any of our uh, Aussie audience, uh, my favorite name in sports is an AFL player named Steel Sidebottom. That is a good name. 
Steal some bottom place for the Collingwood, Collingwood Magpies. Uh, Sam Bennett on the second line with Evan Rodriguez and Matt Kachuk. Someone in the chat said maybe a game against the Rat. Kachuk will wake up 29 and 97. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Kevin Stenland with E2 Lusterinen, Nick Cousins on the third line, Steven Lorenz with Jonah Gadjevich and Ryan Lomberg. So again, injuries kind of hitting this Panthers team still. No Alexander Barkov for this hockey game tonight. Their top six dynamite, their bottom six, pretty mediocre. So hopefully Derek Ryan can just keep carrying the offense because he should get some good matchups. DR10, let's go, yeah. baby. Uh, blue line Forsling with Ekblad, who had four shots in his return to the lineup the other night. Montour with Nico Mikola, Oliver Ekman Larson, four points in his last five games on a pairing with former Oiler and sneaky good puck doku answer, Dmitry Kulikov. Hey, it's way for a few teams now. Pittsburgh, Mini, Florida, Anaheim, Edmonton. Well, there's one other one in there, though. Probably. Did you say well, he was with Florida twice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's where we got him yeah. from. Yeah, the one he's been around. Crazy. He's been around. Uh, if you want more of a breakdown in terms of stats, the matchup, and everything cool. like that, Aaron and I are going to be going live an hour before puck drop at four o'clock. So you can tune into that on the Oilers Nation YouTube. Pre gaming with Boardsy brought to you by Sherwood for the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marines. Free Spirit Marine and Power Sports had been around since 1985. And what are they doing? Teaming up with our friends at Sherwood Ford to create Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, that sleek all-black exterior that we got to look at at the dealership the other day. It is sharp, and it's opening up in February 2024. For all of your outdoor needs, fishing boats, pontoons, ATVs, side-by-sides, and motorcycles, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Let's get to the menu tonight for our friends at DoorDash. The Oilers game starts at 5, which means it'll be done at 7.30. The DoorDash order comes in in the first intermission. Time it up. Yep, 100%. Might write it like the first TV timeout of the game. Well, there's no time DoorDash. to cook. You're rushing home. This mm-hmm. is this this is a DoorDash night, flashing mm-hmm. green light. Uh, and then also when the Oilers game ends, Oilers game, a very, very good appetizer, even though it's kind of like the main course. Second half of cool. Eagles Chiefs Monday Night Football. Game. That is game. a doozy of a football game. Better be. Big one. I got a lot of fantasy football stuff on the line tonight. Me and I, you do, Liam. We I, got a whole matchup on this. I got a bigger one on the line. <laughs> I'm going up against hand Kelsey, Pacheco, and Smith. And I'm Kelsey, down, but I am up by 30. Oh, you're cooked, bro. I'm well, up. but no Tay-Tay. Yeah, no, but true. still. Could be, Kelsey only had two points last week. So you don't think Patty's going to be feeding him on primetime? No, I think the Eagles are going to stuff him. And I think the Chiefs are going to stuff the Eagles. It's going to be 3-3. Three, three. It's going to be a bunch of Thanksgiving stuffing. Yeah. 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 Uh, later tonight, a couple of Pacific Division matchups. Calgary takes on Seattle. San Jose takes on Vancouver. So a pretty loaded sports night here. And uh, that is the menu brought to you by DoorDash. Liam. Ding dong. Promo code at the top of the screen. You see it for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use that promo code NATION25. Let's wrap up a game day edition of the show. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Aaron. It's much easier when you just pop on and point. Uh, let's wrap up the show with our Betway game day betting challenge. Shout out yeah. to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. I'm coming off a dub. Well Woo. done. Jay, you just, you had the hat trick. The I know. It's the wrong one. I should have <laughs> picked. Guy. I'm trying, I'm trying to will McDavid off of the Schneid. So anyways. So what do you like tonight? <laughs> Still believe, man. So <laughs> Oilers money line over five and a half. It's 
And pretty nice. It would put a good dent in, in the hole you've dug yourself here. So I, I don't hate it. Yeah, and well, I mean, hey, come man. on. There should be a ton of goals. It's because I, 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 it's because I bet on the Oilers to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my issue. Will I stop? Hell no. Money line in the over. I mean, it again. Florida's got over five and a half. Over five and a half. I do uh, like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Florida's last two games have been two one and two one. Okay. Uh, but before that, it was over, 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 over. So it was a run of five straight over. So they're probably due to get back in the over column. I don't hate it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned Florida had been stingy when it comes to giving up shots. I'm going to say the Oilers get a bunch of rubber on them. I'm going Oilers as a team, 32 plus shots on goal at still, minus 110. Still don't believe they can win, eh? I'm too nervous about tonight to bet money on it. They can go over 32, but less than 40. Somewhere in that sweet spot. Yeah, that's their sweet spot. 32 to 40. Uh, Liam, what do you like there? Dry side old goal. Just Liam dry side old goal. 115. Yeah, but Leon dry side to exist. Plus 115. (laughs) If he steps on the ice, that cashes. Yeah. Well, well, because they'll score tonight. He's going to score five points tonight. Leon dry side old. The Oilers will win 7-4. Bryson will have five points. McDavid will have three. And Connor Brown will score a goal tonight. Connor, he's due. He's due. Yeah. He's due. He's due. Fell on the breakaway last game. So no, that was almost <laughs> ended the season on game 10. I was like, no. That would have been so fun. <laughs> no. He was on the outside and kind of decided to go more to the outside. I don't know what he tried to do. Back yeah, the- a lot of pressure there. I saw you had something up on your screen, the game that we're playing. Wendy's. The Wendy's game? The Wendy's game. I got it. Would you like me to read the option? It's a new week. Please. It's a new week on the Wendy's Survivor game. And I'm okay. betting with my heart again. So we've got Avs versus Preds. Avs to win. Preds to beat the Avs. Pasternak goal. Robertson assist. Kings over three and a half goals. Pedersen point. Tampa Bay over 25 and a half shots. McDavid over one and a half points. Calgary 19 and a half hits or more. And Panarin over three and a half shots. Like there is a dead set obvious one. And yep. then there's the one I picked. There's there Pedersen. Pedersen over <laughs> 0.5. Yeah. Point. I'm, I went McDavid over one and a half because God damn it. If I'm going to win some hamburgers, it's going to be on the back <laughs> of the Oilers. Pedersen, I'll give you the percentages. Pedersen, 58% of people pick Pedersen. Yeah. 7% of people who are actually all Oilers fans. Are believers. <laughs> yes, all believers. Of McDavid. If you can go four for four this week on the game, you will win 1,300 loyalty points on the all-new Wendy's app. Rewards and the W in rewards, I'm just looking, is the Wendy's W. Very cool. Eat, earn, and then eat for free with the all-new Wendy's right now. I'm starving. I had some barbecue bacon cheeseburger on Friday night for dinner. For dinner? Is it bigger? I thought he was just a little guy. No, the barbecue oh, bacon. Oh, it's a big, big, big dog. You can get it's it at a meal. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought he was like a value man. And they ask you, single or double patty? So oh, you can double. Yeah. Always double. Who's double got time up. for a single? Mm-mm. And you know what I did? Ate it in my car on the way to wow. the Golden Bears game. Oh, sicko. <laughs> Classic. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. The crunch on it is actually amazing. Oh, the onion is so good. Oh, it's a very unique meal. I'm literally so hungry. These are the picks. I made a new account so I could do this. Zero percent on the... LA Kings to score that many goals tonight. Which Who is are they fair. playing? I have no idea. Um, I actually, oh, they're playing Arizona. Love Melka. Actually, light him up. Light him up. Yeah. Knock the value down, LA. Do us a solid. Imagine we could get veggie. See, be a lot. I, I'm a block awesome. with guy myself. I, uh, 
I, I'm with you on it, but imagine you can get veggie and it all costs us a first and a third. I, I and a prospect, I don't even care. I, I would pay big bucks for Vimelka. I would not pay any money for Morazic, no matter what Frank said. Yeah. If you want to say yeah, that Binnington had a bad 100 game stretch, Morazic just had like two the worst seasons ever. Yeah. Not worth the squeeze. You in on either of those Habs goalies? Montembo. It's actually yeah, really but good. But if you're the Habs, they're going to say no. Yeah. You why? I think Montembo's He's their the goalie, guy. Potential goalie of the future. I think He's they want to seven. Yeah, still whatever. I think they want to lose Campbell, or they'd give up Primo if someone paid him enough. I Sorry, think Allen. I yeah, I, I think that's realistic. Mm-hmm. The the reports have also been that the others would rather obviously yeah. have Montembo or Primo. Montembo's five on five numbers, kind of insane. Yeah. Like he's high if uh, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm sure it was like a nine sixty six at five on five or something. But if Primo's having confidence oh, sorry, that issues was, um, because of mismanagement, we're just gonna, don't bring him here. We're gonna double down. <laughs> on so, so I wrote about this on All This Nation. It's just kind of some cheaper options that could be realistic targets. Montebo is third in the league at five on five save percentage with a nine forty nine. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Want to guess who's first? You. Jake, oh, Jake so I gotta guess who's the first in the league at five on five save percentage. How yeah, many, how many minutes does he have? Is it- he's play- only played four games. Oh, oh, we had him in the system. We the Persuas, no Tyler Buns, I- <laughs> Dylan Wells. He's a Spruce Rear of Jeep. Um, Anthony Stolas is a nine sixty six this season at five uh, on five. Gotta have him. Gotta have him. They might still they. Hey, sh- shut up. Why? <laughs> hey, we're like, like Frank couldn't even give us options for a goalie. You want, oh, do you want to put on four games of Stolars? <laughs> no, I'm not saying right oh. now. I'm saying like maybe if Spencer Knight can get yeah. back in the picture, they're going to have to move him. He's 1.1 million until the end That's of the a season. scratch ticket, which is kind of the game we need to play. Uh, on Montembeau, there's only three of the goalies in the league that have a better high danger save percentage than he does. And we love the amount of we love high danger. Yeah, with so the amount of focus on. played. So it was like Swayman, Markstrom, and then someone else. Like multiple makes sense. I just can't see Montreal giving up on Which them. one of these goalies plays two on ones the best? Because that's what <laughs> we're going to play. Million bucks. The Naj says your best bet is Allen and hope he plays well. Oilers won't find a better option. Teams don't want to do him favors. I think that's a big I think yeah, that's a big no They have a better option on the same team. He is an option, so therefore yeah. he's Montembeau better. Is an option. I agree with you. I'm a Montembeau yeah. guy, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I was off I love the his name. Right. Uh, everyone on the Fitting Cat YouTube chat, you guys were great. I want to give you a reminder that today, November 20th, is the start of the Fitting Black Friday sale. I'm on the website Woo-hoo. right now, fitting.com slash Black Friday, or you can scan the QR code at the top of your Damn screen. Point. Today's deals, Jay, you I'm may ready. need to make some calls, free down. up some funds. 25% off the amazing 300.9 and two units of the 301.5. I'll give you a picture. Look at those I machines. Could, I actually could probably operate both of those. Really? Yeah. Like legally or just like you could figure it out? What do you mean legally? Do you need a license for any of this no. stuff? No? no. Okay, then you're good. Yeah. I think we could use one for around the office. I always got some digging to do. Every day this week, new deal dropping on finning.com slash Black Friday. And then that deal stays up for a full seven days. So keep it locked. Shout out to Finning and our friends at Finning Canada. They Shout out sweet to- deals. They do. Shout out to all our friends over in the YouTube chat today. We went long with today's episode of the show. 
We got to go do a new episode of the Real Life Podcast. Oh, yeah. Pre-game with oh, Boards EF4. be on a call right now. You are. It's 105. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, after the game, immediately following the game, O-N after dark. Subscribe to the YouTube because you won't want to miss any of it. Shout out to Frank Cervalli for stopping by. Yes. O-N out today too. We might be doing an O-N-R after the game. Yes. Woo. We need to. We'll talk. Yes, probably. <laughs> okay. Lots of content. <laughs> Big content day here at Oilers Nation. Uh, shout out to Frank. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to Short for the Giants. It's been a Short for Giant Game Day edition of the show, live from the Sports Closet Studio. We'll see you again tomorrow, or at least Liam and Aaron will, at 1201 Mountain. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.